Green on go. So, Jay, I'm a, I'm a little nervous about today. We're going to have our first threesome today. Now, I'm going to say something now and I'm just getting it out there. Like, a, a thrumpet. I still want to feel special. Will I don't, you? you know, I know we've introducing a third party into the relationship, but I still want to feel special. Well, Herc decides who's most important. <laughs> and it's not you. He's in charge of the levels. He's in charge of the levels. Okay. And there he is, giving our guests lots of love. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I guess, on that note, welcome to Better Than Average Podcast with me, Jay. As always, Chris. Hercules, our sound guy. But more importantly, we have Andy Leatherland, the celebrity slayer. Napoleon himself. <laughs> yeah. The man with the guillotine. Afternoon, gents. How are we? <laughs> Good afternoon. Thank you for skipping out on work for this. <laughs> I can not, cut that out. We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> they won't leave. No, they might listen. <laughs> they might listen. Share it to them. Yeah, we'll do. And we'll, cut, we'll Hello, cut this out if we need to. You're changing jobs anyway. <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> oh, I'll yeah. do that again. I'm feeling probation. Also, it's Saturday. So, Andy, you've got an impressive bruise on your nose. I have. So we talked about being Dutch marked. Um, I don't know what the equivalent, but I've got a wonderful bruise on bridge my nose. Where Swanstonated. Swanstonated. Uh, need me in the face. Um, and as he said, his fault, my problem. Um, <laughs> going to work, I, I sort of walked in and everyone's going, what happened to you? And I'm like, oh, no, I was fighting. Realised I needed to give context. Um, <laughs> I, went, I don't know. I, I meant it. I like the guy. Um, no, it just square on a bridge. No, it didn't break it. But yeah, it's it's got. I didn't get black eyes. But if you take a photo of it, I've got a couple. It looks bad. It's it's probably the worst visual one I've had for a while. <laughs> it looks bad. Yeah. All right. All right it really on. looks bad. What did the wife say about that? Um, the, the classic. What happened to you? And uh, she might have even gone, Jay. Um, <laughs> So incidentally, this happened, and then we went out for a dog walk afterwards. And I think Marie just laughed at it all. Yeah, she didn't care at all. Mainly, she just accepts it as a as a thing that we do now. So I've got thumbs, fingers. Um, I've had black eyes. I've had um, all sorts of rash marks. But this was a classic one, and it's lasted now. So that was Saturday. Um, so it's nearly a week. I reckon it's going to make it a whole week. Yeah, I mean, it could be Saturday today if you don't want people to know you're not at work, or it could be Thursday today. Okay. Let's say it's Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's been a week. It's uh, been a whole week and it's still there. <laughs> you two would be terrible in like secret agents, wouldn't you? You know, <laughs> undercover. No. <laughs> no. Honest Uncle Jay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, is it from a half guard? Um, I can't remember. So it's from a half guard. Uh, I was on top. I went to move, I think, forward as you transitioned and your knee just came up to my falling head and cracked me right in the nose. Like, square and i know it's hard because it made my knee slightly uncomfortable <laughs> so is your knee okay joe it's fine now <laughs> but i'm worried first, about your knee for the first few seconds though I was like was that pain you know before you get pain <laughs> it, 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 it was more of a shock than anything else and it just made me made me wince and i think it was the best thing so we, we mid-round we continued and at the end jay just looked at me and went oh <laughs> that was <Ooh>. it <laughs> just like that hercules i've i've had people not say anything so I remember sparring with Alex Milson once and he properly scratched down my face. And he sort of, that face that you're doing now, Andy, that's what Alex <laughs> Milson did, but he didn't say anything. And I was like, come on, man, let's go. And then I got home and Lou was like, oh my God, that's bad. And it was like bruised. Yeah. Like bruised scratches. Yeah, some of them are really bad. <laughs> that's probably the worst I've seen your face bruised. Yeah, I probably, and certainly lasted long. I've had a few that have gone a couple of days, this one. Yeah, sitting on a tube, getting some looks. Because you, know, <laughs> you look like a thug. I do. 
And that's my <laughs> issue. You. Looking Thank like you. a thug at jiu-jitsu. <laughs> shaved head. And, Jay, and Jay's face is looking more and more scratched up every week. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Something's happening to you at the moment. Yeah. So I can tell you, this was Sunday, comp rounds. Okay, but you got the one, the other one. Oh, that's a scar now. Okay. I'm that's telling you, man, you've got to get some moisturizer on that. I refuse to moisturize. I make my own, like I said. Um, it's not working. Yeah, that was from the comp rounds on Sunday. <laughs> and who was it? Brad. So I rolled with Ishvac. Um, not, not to sound, you know, not to be arrogant. I, I smashed him. And then <laughs> I wasn't really trying. Ishvac's not going to like you said that. No, but he knows the truth. And then Brad... I think just wanted to fight me after that. <laughs> show me what's up. Brad, Brad wanted to put you in your place. Brad wanted to put me in place. Yeah. Fair play. But did he though? I haven't run with Brad for ages. How was it? I like running with Brad. Yeah. He's very aggressive. <laughs> but he forced me to play off my back. He pulled guard. Yeah. Um, he got a really nice sweep of me. Um, but I quite like playing off my back. It's just, I don't know, it feels good. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously your face is all scratched up now. Yep. Before you started jujitsu, yeah, you were into five side football, right? So football was the was the main thing. Football. That's a shame. <laughs> First time we invite someone on, and you invite someone that plays five side football. Yeah. I mean, everyone and, does and it, badly it? as well. If that makes <laughs> <any more. laughs> so how? What? Let me understand the mindset. You're, you know. Um, a, a sort of experienced person, let's say. You know, you're not. You're not young. Oh no, old. you're at the same I'm, age I'm, as I'm Uncle the, Jay. I'm the oldest one here by a category. Unbelievably, Chris is younger than me. I know you don't know this. See, <laughs> he's trying to look surprised. He's not surprised me. People genuinely, Chris, are shocked that <laughs> you're younger than me. <laughs> I've got an old, old energy. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> and, by, and by that, I mean I'm so slow. <laughs> so, you you know, you d- all of a sudden you decide to take up Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Your wife must have thought that was unusual. So, I mean, got to sort of give a shout out to Miss James Anderson. So it was all down to him. So I've known him for um, 12 years. We met each other for NCT when our kids were both born. And if you know James, then he was starting out his journey and he was just badgering everyone. You should do Jiu-Jitsu. And I was like, whatever shut up and we didn't really sort of know each other the first couple of years we then went um, and hung out a bit and it just intensified and he was like you should come to jiu-jitsu and I just for some reason and I can't quite remember why cracked I went go on, go on in I, I thought to call his bluff if I'm brutally honest to go yeah and so um, I turn up to Gracie Baja um, and the first person I met was you I met, met Jay and it was off the concert, on the back of a competition um, and I, I don't even know what to expect. So the first thing, James gave me the w- biggest ski. It had the sleeves that were just... You could Wizard go, sleeves. You, you could have got another person in the sleeves. It was ridiculous. Um, and he gave me a white belt. Get it with that stuff. And then he wrapped a purple belt around himself. I was like, what the... <laughs> I didn't think you were any good. Um, and he was like, yeah, I'm pretty good at this. I said, so we started going. And so we did some techniques. I have no idea what we did. But the wall I remember is they said, right, now we're going to spar. And no one had warned me about this. So I'm then on my knees facing this guy, just going, I have no idea. Like, how, how do you do this? And so um, it all was a bit of a blur. And all I remember is two things. So James um, said to me on, in the car on the way home, he goes, um, 
I've taken three people. You're the third person I've ever taken. None of them have come for a second session. Oh. I felt it was kind of like goading me ever so slightly. He, uh, he's got your personality yeah, down, right? And, yeah, and, then, and the other thing that he did is like, I, had a, I had the belt. I said, oh, I'll give you the belt back. And he, and he was getting out of the car at the time. He just came back into the car and went, give it back to you when you get your blue. Oh. <laughs> right? So he basically laid it down then. And then it just went from there. I remember doing a second session and it just went. And within a couple of weeks, I just loved it. And the biggest thing against football was the fact that football doesn't have that... Um, release it doesn't give you any kind of mental kind of stimulation I was there I was getting older slower everyone's getting younger and I wasn't enjoying it I just wasn't getting anything from it and suddenly I found something that just I just enjoyed I can't I don't think the words I don't quite know what to say it was just brilliant good camaraderie isn't yes it? and and everyone was sound I mean you've played in rugby teams you know that sometimes it could be clicky everyone to a man was absolutely sound I got on with everyone um and so yeah and that was in 2000 uh, 20, uh, 2018 2018 was it February. February, yeah. February yeah. 2018. Because I remember it was just after my first comp. And when you're that new into it, when new people come in, I think, oh, oh. <laughs> so like, what was your first impressions of Jay? Um, Probably, think, fuck, this guy's intense. No, do, you, <laughs> do you know what? I, I, I thought, because um, as Jay walked in, he said, oh, Jay, how'd you, get in, how'd you get on the competition? He went, yeah, I think you got silver, didn't you? And that bronze. Sorry about that. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, by um, the way, Andy knew that, but he just wanted to bring it up. Um, so yeah, so you're heck. So um, I remember him going, he's competed. So the first thing I knew about Joe was he competed. So clearly, legit. Getting after it. Getting after it. Um, and I always thought, so whenever we rolled thereafter, he was always kind of standing above some of the others. There was a, there was a couple of young guys who I, th- I was kind of at the same level at, but you were always that step above. And so I always used to use you as the benchmark and probably still do. And you, Chris. Well, you've only guillotined one. Well, of it's us. harsh. It's harsh that you never mentioned. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apart from the one time I've subbed you, it's been pretty much one-way traffic. <laughs> Man, that that was. I was so impressed by that. So I didn't really know what to do. I think I've told you this a few times. Um, I thought you were stopping to tell me something, or the round had finished, or something. And I was passing out. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, and you stopped. You went, well done. And I didn't really know what to do after that. I was genuinely in shock of, this has never happened. This is, I've I've tapped a lot of people, but never you, never the big guys. So yeah. And I didn't say anything and I didn't want to. And I know you said previously, you said in the last one about, oh, you know, you should celebrate. I just didn't really know what to do. No, I didn't know because you were a bit quiet after that. You look nervous. What is it? Because subsequently, I I tried to do it to Big Will, tried to replicate the situation, (laughs) tried to get him, got, got it tight. And it's almost like he was like, right, hold my beer. He then proceeded to get out of it and then guillotine me. Like, this is how you do it, And I'm like, yeah. So, um, yeah. Big Will, Big Will was probably icing his neck that evening. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want that. He didn't want that at all. But no, it's just something that I, I, I caught been working on. And the fact that I got it on you gave me such a focus on it that now I'm to the point, I think I'm getting too focused on it. Because I've got a big guy I want to see now. See, I, this, I is, doing. this is interesting because I would say you now lock in on that yeah so the the thing about jiu-jitsu and i was listening to something recently um i suck at jiu-jitsu podcast yeah uh, josh mckinney and he was basically saying that one of the bits of advice he was given and i want to say it was hoyler gracie was saying when you do jiu-jitsu you should be excited that it works when you win yeah and you should also be excited that it works when you lose so for me I was buzzing about the fact you caught me in the guillotine because I was like, that's tight. That is tight. And you're not easy to catch. 
in the best no. of times. Most people do not catch you. I'm not letting people catch me. You know what I mean? Most Jay never do. catches me. <laughs> <laughs> Jay looks genuinely angry about Yeah, that. I'm going to post a video later. <laughs> if you can find one. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're hard to catch. So I think you carry on going for that. And you've got me really close. Like, you know, it's tight and... In a scramble, I've yeah. managed to get it loose, but it's, it could go either so way. So the only problem is that sometimes I think I'm, I'm going for it at the expense of other things, as in that becomes the ultimate focus. I did a lot of it, um, we came up because we were doing a lot of Zed guard stuff, and a lot of people were sitting there, and so just, I was on top, my Zed guard's okay, but not that good. And so I was going over the top of people, and because you reach over the shoulder, the arm naturally can fall into that position, and if you roll back, you've got it. Um, I just got a couple of people, and it started to get there. It's also, um, and I think, who was it said to me? Maybe it's Will again. He goes, because it's a threat, it's actually stopping them doing oh, yeah, their other stuff. And I've never really, I don't think, dictated as much as that. As in people, they're playing their game and I'm defending and maybe I catch something. But now I'm sort of going, no, you've got to get out of that first. Ironically, though, a few people try to guillotine me and I absolutely hate it. It's the most disgusting place to be in in the world. I really wanted to guillotine you. I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I think you laugh when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was really good, mate. Let's go again. <laughs> <laughs> So I've, only, I've only seen that fear in someone's eyes <laughs> one other time. And this is the only time. I don't, I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but I would say we don't like have a mat enforcer. You hear about we don't these mat enforcers? No. no. But we used like, to. We don't anymore. Oh, did we use it? Sam Mills was definitely the mat enforcer. He was the mat enforcer. 100%. Joe. Sam Mills. Having this. The honey badger. The hardest time picturing Sam. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure I'd remember him. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I don't think we have one. But. I was at an open mat one day and we've got a uh, white belt that comes from a judo background. He's not there very often and he's not a member of the club, but he comes along. And I know him from old. <laughs> Crikey. Oh my God. Sorry, you carry on. <laughs> and anyway, so he's sparring next to me and all of a sudden I see his arm get extended mm. and he yelps and he storms off the mat and goes home. Okay. And he's sparring with a guy that I've never met before. Right. I know what you're talking about now. And... There's two minutes left of the round. And I don't know if I'm finished my round or what, but anyway, I'm available. Yeah. So I look at this guy and I say, let's finish the round, mate. And I slap and bump. And I can see the look on his face <laughs> that he thinks, oh man, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm in trouble now. You're an intimidating man. And I was actually pretty gentle with him, but I wanted to feel what his jujitsu was like. Cause I was like, I was sort of thinking, I don't know if he's done that on purpose and if he's a bit of a dick. And in which case, like, you know, I'm a bigger guy. I'm yeah. a brown belt. Like, I'm going to feel that straight away and I'm going to put it on him. How often does and then come? I'm going to send him home. When does he, so. when does he come down? Uh, what, this guy? Yeah. Uh, I've only seen him a couple of times. Yeah. But he seems like a nice guy. I sparred yeah. with him and he was yeah. fine. He was good as gold. I think he had a time off. So he trained for a bit. He had a break and he's come back. Is that a break from Chris? <laughs> I was nice to him. <laughs> when you arm barred it. I was nice to him. But I wanted to feel, I wanted to feel the aggression in his jiu-jitsu so i was like if it you know if he's sparring aggressively i'm gonna feel it and then you know, match it replicate it's on mm. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna meet that aggression so that's the only other time i've seen that look <laughs> where you slap and bump with someone and they think oh man the storm is coming see i'm i'm probably gonna say because i'm a smaller guy i mean i'm uh i mean tall, five foot six but tall and jay five foot seven <laughs> <laughs> um and on the light side, and so you know that fear of running with bigger people is always there because you know that the moment you, they get on top of you, it's harder. And there is fear because you can't play a game. So I mean, if we talk about some of the bigger guys, they just can 
get on top of me and it's just I'm no, no longer playing a game that I want to play and so there is fear like bigger guys is like I don't want to get slammed I don't want to get just contorted and Thank twisted it's probably what I'm going for um, so I, I had that fear so you know but you get to be often. the giant slayer you, you get to be David versus Goliath yeah but that I, must feel good I'd never get it, it, it is yeah, good you I would never get that I think the, the biggest thing is when you've got um, white belts are lower, lower skilled than you, but they can compete with you because of the size. And I don't think people are using size. I don't think they're using it as an excuse, but it is something you've got to mitigate. You know, I sit on top of them. They're like, going, yes, it's cool. They sit on top of me. <laughs> dying, absolutely dying. And so, you know, even just being in, um, in their kind of half guard, um, it's just hard work because they're dies and you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I know the fear. I'm definitely going to say it, ah, but I get over it. So I've got a question for you, Andy. Go for it. How long have you had your blue belt? Um, around my waist since uh, summer 21. Yeah. Um, and officially since December 20, I think, because I think it was backdated because of COVID. Oh, cool. Yeah, so there's a reason why we really wanted to get you on the podcast first, because as a blue belt, we just don't know how long you're going to be here. You know, we, <laughs> if we leave the podcast for a couple of weeks, we don't know if maybe you're going to disappear. You know, now I'm, I'm past that. I, I went through the whole bit of uh, with blue belt booze. I went through that. And I went you? through. I went through the up and down. There was just uh, sessions that I was just getting smashed, and it felt by everyone, absolutely everyone. And I think it was a couple of kind of people before you got your purple belt, and you were talking about the ability to absorb information. Like you could watch something, could start to actually. I just. I, I think I'm getting it now, but I just couldn't get it. I was felt like I was learning everything new. I could never do it, and I could never demonstrate. I'm still struggling with that at the moment. Like to go, go on, show me how you do that. And so I just I wasn't getting it. But going back to what um, it's what James has put and laid down as a kind of gauntlet is like I'm not I'm not one to give up. And although it was it did it, I didn't get it. It was passing, and I've. Yeah. You're in it now. I'm, I'm in now. This is. I mean, it was a lifestyle. I think also COVID did it because obviously you know during COVID no one touched each other. Maybe, um, but we did some training, and James, James, I think a few other people said it. It's not just a sport; it's a lifestyle. It is, and if that's how we did it during during lockdown, then yeah, you do become very jujitsu. If you think about, it, we're all here because of jujitsu. This podcast is being created because of jujitsu. My face is fucked up because of jujitsu. <laughs> so dandy. <laughs> yeah, my nose. <laughs> Chris, you got to find some bigger guys. We got an amazing video coming up to show the jujitsu impact on one of our trading partners. Yes. Yeah, so by the time this comes out, you will have seen it uh, <laughs> Arthur. with Arthur. Arthur that got jujitsu. He's barely recognisable now. Really? Jujitsu has seeped into his. Do you remember how clean cut he used to be? No, you mentioned this before. I, I don't. You don't. So I've you're going to see pictures. it. You're going to see I'll it. I'll pull up and you'll see how how he used to look. And he was always clean shaven and no why, beard. While you're pulling up, in terms of videos, I feel there's a video that you should pull up as a greater priority. And that is, Jace showed me a video recently of you on a game show. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that I never knew about this, but it turns out you're quite a famous guy. I mean, I've got a few videos um, on online. One of them's uh, Jiu-Jitsu and one of them is, yeah, Chinese game show. So back in 2006, um, it was a silly, silly thing. I got paid, what did we get? We got paid 600 RMB, so it's probably about, uh, what's that, uh, 50 quid. What's that currency? Um, the renminbi, the people's money. You said RNB? So the three letters, R-M. Rhythm and blues. You hit no, R-M, M, <laughs> M, R-M-B. Wow, okay. Um, the people's or, or, money, that's what they call that, it. That's what it's called. Yeah, everything's in there. Or, or Chinese yuan is the other, the other way it's described. So you're a big deal in China. I'm not. I, I was. 
on a local TV show watched by tens of people. How do you end up on a local TV so, show? I was in, in China in the early 2000s. There was not a particularly large community of Westerns there. And so you kind of you kind of went around. I was also on another game show, which there is a video somewhere, which was um, ironically Chinese Whispers on a Chinese game show. With <laughs> I don't know where that one exists, but that, that was quite funny. Um, so no, they, we just got asked, would you come down? And so it's got the TV show called Buding Buting, which means without no bell, don't stop. Um, and if you think of like the voice and stuff like that, it's like a much inferior version of that. So you go on. And you play. And when they decide, they ding a bell and you stop. But clearly, because it's judges, they ding it. They just, we, we came third. They didn't want us to come first because we were not very good. And me and a mate, we spent the day there messing about. And then we played this song. And I'm just so focused on doing it. And it was just crazy. My wife's in that video. If you look at the end of the video, all my mates, they're behind, they're cheering. I didn't even see them come on because I was so focused on singing. Um, and they, yeah, we did an interview afterwards and we were just being idiots jumping around like school kids and then they gave us some money went to the pub amazing it was just bizarre that but that's so been good. on so i mean to show how long ago it was um i found youtube it, it wasn't a famous thing so i emailed my family going oh, i found this thing youtube go onto this <laughs> website and search these three words it was like chinese singing performance i didn't even know to send a link that's how old it was wow. in 2006 I sent that. So it's been on there now for what? Um, 14 years? Yeah. No, sorry. I think it says it's 15 years old F- 15 now. years old. It's only got about 7,000 views. That's not a good hit rate, that's not. <laughs> not for I'm a not country like for China, it's not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not getting much money for that. But tell um, tell everyone uh, what song you sang. A hard... Oh, no, no, no. I would like to do this a little differently. Will you sing a song? No. <laughs> Come on, Andy. No, you can show the first. You'll sing to the whole, you know, People's Republic of China, but you won't sing to Two us. billion people. <laughs> Is it two billion? No, nah, it's not. About 1.4. <laughs> <laughs> Still a lot of people. Um, no, I'm not going to sing it because um, if you actually watch it... And because it's under contract. Um, <laughs> there's a high note in that song. I don't, I don't know if you've watched it enough. And you can see it and I'm building up to it and you can see the fear burn again. I'm not going to hit it. And it's twice in the song. There <laughs> you go. Nah, nah, nah. I like, and I just screech. You said something really interesting. You said uh, no one really covers the Beatles because of the copyright laws. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, they don't care. <laughs> I mean, I also think I got some of the words wrong, so I think it's enough of a difference that it's not actually oh, the same so song. Good. But no, they, they, they didn't care. They just turned up and said, what song are you going to sing? And we've like, because we had a band we were in China late, so we uh, know a couple of them. And I'm sure they said, you know, a Beatles song's like, funny enough, we do. Um, it's a terrible rendition. It lasts 61 seconds. Um, and it's one of the highlights of you know my time in China. I got married a few months after that. Off the back of that. It was, I imagine. She said you, yes. You found a wife singing that song, right? I, mean, think, I think she nearly abandoned me. That's part of the game she, show. I mean, she, she, she was sitting in the crowd going, oh, I might run away. No, she um, she was in, in, in the, she became translator. Then again, if you didn't watch the end of it, she's actually the translator for us. And it's this stupid interview. Um, and they sort of kick on, you know, um, do you like the Beatles? I'm like, no. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was a really fun thing to do. And it's one of the, the greatest memories I have in China. Obviously, if my wife's listening, getting married was also quite cool. <laughs> not as cool. Uh, well, I mean, it's not on YouTube, is it? <laughs> well, everyone, you can pause this now. It's fine. And you can go watch the video on YouTube and have a look. Yeah. It's there now. We'll link it. But you're going to have to be careful when you search YouTube because you, you're on a few videos on YouTube, aren't you? After you're grappling with... Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. And we know mean someone called Tom Hardy with the same name as Tom Hardy. The Tom Hardy Bane. movie star. Bane. Venom. Correct. 
I'm trying to think of other. What things. has he done? Nothing else. Uh, oh, he was the Bronson, and he was the greatest in the crater. Oh, Bronson, was a good yeah. movie. He's done so much. Bronson, you yeah. had a fight I, with Charles Bronson. Yeah, I, I picked Bane. Bane's one for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's a really. Uh, Did you bring your leg with you? <laughs> the one that you broke off. <laughs> if we could see it. <laughs> no, it was that was that was fun going to. No, I was going to say there's a there's a reel on Instagram. Yeah, and it's got a lot of views. And I don't know where that reel is anymore. I need to find it. I meant to bring it up for today, but I wanted to ask you about some of the comments on there. <laughs> so there is a reel made of Andy and Tom Hardy or rolling. I, so I can say the comments that happened at the time. So um, I don't tend to read comments. I'm not big on social media. A bit like you, the Instagramming nation is not something that I've kind of got in touch with. <laughs> the Facebook generation. Um, and so it, I was on, there was lots of stuff. It went into the Daily Mail and I started to read comments and I'd highly recommend you never, ever do this. It's a terrible, terrible black hole you're going down. And the comments fell into a couple of categories. There were people who was going, um, well, he's an actor. They've let him win. To which I'm like, fucking didn't. Um, there's and then, you were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then there's the people going, who's, who's that guy's fighting? He's rubbish. And then and you've got also a group of people going, I'd smash him. Just let me at him. I'd, I'd do that. And then you just got the women who basically went, I'd let him rough me up or I'd let him choke me. It's like, what the Are f- they talking about you or Tom? No, absolutely not about me. Um, and so, yeah, it was just these weird comments and they got into, the weirdest one though was um, obviously with our team, we make the Z sign. Okay, so I'm on a podium with the, the, the Z, ZR team yeah, sign. With that, yeah. And some guy um, outright called me a Russian sympathizer. <laughs> and he went, how do you do that? Because on the Russian tanks, they have a Z symbol. I'm not quite sure why, but that's the symbol they have. And he's gone, you're the Russian sympathizer. How, you know, how dare he, how, in, was it inconsiderate for, and I didn't respond, was like absolutely shocked. And later on, someone clearly wanting to put this right, zoomed in on my gear and you can see the ZR symbol, <laughs> posted to this guy and went, oh no, no, it's part of his team. This guy then responded, oh, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you continue. So it's gone from anger so to I, acceptance, so, so really. I, I, I was like, you know, a Russian sympathizer for a while. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. And the comments people give you, um, and I, I was obviously of the bit part of that, but you know, Tom Hardy, the fact that he risks so much, and we've spoken about that before, to do this competition, had I won, mm. had I won, um, the risk to him was massive, nothing to me. Um, and so the comments he got, it was that people then saying he looked fit, he looked rough, he's fat, he's thin, <laughs> he's bane, he's not, you know, all these kind of things. It was weird, it was one of the weirdest two weeks of my life. It's so strange. I still can't believe, we went out for a drink afterwards. Yeah. And I still couldn't believe, I was like, you just fought some Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> what world are we living in? Well, I remember in the run up to that competition, having the conversation with you mid roll and you talking about potentially going up a weight category, but that Tom Hardy would be in there. So he actually went up a weight, he was a weight category, but I went, he didn't did come down. So I actually fought him at middleweight. You fought him at your normal. Yeah, fought him at normal weight. But so. And no, not quite your normal weight. Yeah. You're a lightweight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not. I have fought at lightweight. Jay's trying to fat shame our guest. I mean, I just like cake. (laughs) People want to eat, Jay. Can I have another flapjack? Jay actually actually did offer flapjacks out today, which was, this isn't the normal experience. Don't don't expect it to be like You need to get some better guesting because you're going to have more. (laughs) There's a guest, you know, Herx all over you, getting offered flapjacks. This is not what it's like for most people. Nearly made a steak. I did wonder if we were going to get steaks today. I noticed I did I not. I thought about it, but I was getting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good, man. Thank but you. When are you getting it? Oh, oh, oh classic Says the joke. bald man. <laughs> the other one is uh, who cut your hair? The council. That was my dad's favourite. <laughs> wow. <laughs> who does your haircuts? Um, DIY, mate. Just, <laughs> just a razor. 
No, no but... so mid-roll, I remember, so I remember telling you, I remember telling people, because people were asking, um, but the way the permutations worked is I could fight him. The reason I wasn't going mad is because I could quite easily not. He could lose, I could lose, we could, in a different way. Um, he went up, he was then, I got a buy, he went to the first round and he won his. And then I went with my old mate, Christoph, um, oh, beat, yeah. beat him. And then I'm, but I'm sitting in the corner, absolutely gassed, I just knackered. And the crowd, I, I don't know if you were there, but the crowd was absolutely kind of like, you know, four or five people deep with their phones out. But all I remember is people cheering and then there was a massive cheer that he's, he's won his second fight. And someone just came up to me and went, you got him in the final. And it was just both excitement, but also utter fear. Um, so you've been at comps and there's not many people watching. I've had, I mean, what would you say? A hundred people? Yeah. Kind of watching, yeah. all with their phones out. And I'm just not quite able to cope with that. Um, and so there was a bit of just like trying to block everything out. But when I remember sort of, you know, he slapped and bump, looked at him and went, okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> Should have asked for an autograph. Uh, did you smell him? Huh? Did you smell e- him? Everyone says that, but of course. Did you? Everyone no, asks you if you smell. It's a weird, weird things. A few people, women have come. See, to I you. feel like that's an unusual question. I think it's a very unusual question. It's so weird, really? You wouldn't. Yeah, but him. we've already discussed about your you sniffing people all the time. <laughs> but it, but also sometimes it's the first question they ask. Instead of going, "What's he like?" Again, "What's he smell like?" <laughs> And so I, I, I don't remember. I, now that you've asked the question, though, I, mean, I do I, I, want I an answer. But he's just, I mean, Hollywood? Musty. It's like I Hollywood. I don't know. I mean, just, yeah. It's everything you dreamed of. It's, it's everything I dreamed of more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not washed your legs since. Um, not washed anything. <laughs> there, there was one, one of the women um, that trains with uh, Will. She did say that, like, she just said to Will, can I go up and hug him? Like me having because I'd rolled with Tom Hardy. He's like, can I go and can I just go and hug him? And Will's like, probably inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I know Will's sister was there. Was she Becky? Yeah, okay. Will's sister was there, and uh, her kids hugged him. You've uh, seen, have you seen this? Yes, video? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is genuinely a nice guy. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, we spoke to him afterwards, and he's he's really really nice guy. Um, and kind of just you know hanging out with him and his team. And his, they were all saying I was like, fair play for a um for getting his knees I've been working on them but he did say that he get his, his knees are kind of gone so he's got to play a different game but he um, was just in That's a whirlwind any it, it, guy it, ever thought, everyone, everyone wanted to have a photo with him everyone was stopping him you could hear like Tom Tom but everyone was filming that was the thing that probably got me so you get a couple of people at a comp that's filming you so like one of your teammates is filming your everyone had their phones out that's all I remember um, and it was just it was overwhelming. It really, really was. And it just lasted far less than I thought. And all I could hear, I could hear a couple of people go, go on, Andy. And then the, the, the sea of people go, go on, Tom. And it was, you know, it pushed me to my limit. And when he got me, I was absolutely gutted. I was just, I was so disappointed because I actually wanted to have a proper scrap with him. Um, but then the fun of it all and all that kind of stuff was, was great. But yeah, I and look I, back at it now, just regret it. I could have done It's more. fine. You want that rematch, right? Yes. Tom, if you're listening. <laughs> You. Learn Tom, to pass guard. Obviously, of amongst our listeners, probably Tom Hardy's one of them. Uh, <laughs> amongst the uh, one million, one hundred. Well, we, one, we, we have a potential celebrity one. fan. Yeah, but, but we can't dine on that every week. That's what we got. We're going to need another. <laughs> that's what we got. It, that's the only person that listens. <laughs> yeah, so. All the other listens are me and Jay. <laughs> Trying to see if the audio comes yeah. up. Yeah, it, it will be good for you to have a rematch with him. I don't know if he'll ever fight again. Um, not for a while. Well, we we said that we thought it's because contract. So he, the fact that he was able to do that, the studio would allow him. He was clearly in between contracts. I don't know what he's 
he was filming. But if he was to get, they're talking about Bond, I think they were talking about one of the Marvel films, contractually he would never be able to do that. Do you think he would make a good James Bond? He's an unusual choice for James Bond. He's a little they, they, old, they, isn't he? That's what they're saying. They're saying he's probably too old. So I think they're going with the, um, is it Aaron Johnson? Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. That's the one. Yeah. I don't they, know they, who that is. Um, he was in a movie called Kick-Ass. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen Bullet Train? <laughs> no. Do you watch films? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but old. Like, we've remember the Titans. <laughs> we've talked about films before. I like The Greatest Showman. I watched that. <laughs> he wasn't in is that. he in The Greatest Showman? No, he wasn't in that. No, no. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Aaron Taylor. He's from High Wickham. Cool. A local boy. I just thought it was cool. Nice little fact. Interesting. Did you, want more, <laughs> did you want more response to that? I did. Really? I was like, wow, he's oh got such God. a good American accent. Jay, you've got to work on that. For man. a high Wickham lad. <laughs> yeah, got, got very, facts. very little anticlimaxes. <laughs> yeah, so the, the rating Tom Hardy was too old. Well, Although he was in the running. Whatever he does, I hope it's not another Venom movie. So next time you come up oh, against yeah. Tom Hardy, mm. you reckon you can defend that football? So uh, one of the things taken from that is now to hold on to that wrist. Um, to stop him doing it. I mean, I, I was actually trying to sweep him at that point. So I was kind of over my guard, tried to sweep him and he just, and I've watched it, as you can imagine, repeatedly and he jumped. He got it and it was plumb and I couldn't react quick enough. Um, I haven't been caught like that since and leg locks thankfully are few and far between. Yeah. But it did kind of teach me, but it's like one of those things, a painful lesson just not to leave your leg hanging. Um still ah, getting anxiety well it's, he's he's done well in competitions though he, he's won his competitions that we know about and I'm yeah. assuming the ones we know about the only ones he's done he's, too, he's good he's too big of a person and he's trained a long time I think uh, yeah but then I, I was listening to the podcast and they were saying that like, although you say you've been doing it sort of 10 years so since the Warrior film which was like 2011 or something like that something like that um, he's, because of the film he does he has large periods of time but he's not training so if you said a year and he only trains for three months of it it, so he's actually, he, the, the actual time, mat time is probably not as much or not dissimilar to mine just because of the contracts he's been doing. That said, he was certainly more skilled um, and he was just on the day, he was, he was just better and he coped better with the pressure and he was amazing. He turned it on. I don't know if you saw that, like when he was focused, he was looking down, but in the moment he won, his smile came. Oh, wow. And, it was all just, and he just clearly could cut it out. And he said, but he did say one of the things afterwards, he said that um, I'm, I'm, my life's on screen and I'm confident, I don't get nervous. He goes, but this is nerve wracking. This is nerve wracking um, because it's n nothing else matters. It's just you against another guy. And he had had three fights. Two, um, the two guys that he fought, I'd, I'd beaten one of them before. Um, and so I really thought I had a better chance. Yeah. I think you had a good chance. Sometimes you just get caught in the football. It's yeah. one of those things. And he, he couldn't pass your guard, could he? He couldn't. That's why I footlocked you. <laughs> 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 that's Jay's old school Brazilian mentality yeah uh, he just couldn't be bothered could he no couldn't be bothered past couldn't didn't have the ability to I don't rate it <laughs> I mean I, there's pictures of him training with uh, Danaher and stuff so you know well, he, you're gonna have good quality football from, from that he then went out to the States and you know because I started to follow him on social media and yeah he's just got all the best people um, pedigo fighting system he's been with doing stuff with them he's been out to Henzo's uh, Danaher's He's been everywhere, isn't he? Yeah. Um, just doing the rounds, getting better, I guess. But he's still a blue belt at the moment. He's probably due his purple, isn't he? Was, he? he was a four-stripe four stripe blue, um, and I thought, you know, he, he should be there soon. And that was in September. So I'd like to, you probably assume now that he's, if he hasn't. Who is So he's almost as good as Demi Lovato. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just um, he's four-stripe blue. She's purple. Yeah, but if we're serious about this. And she was obviously waiting a long time for her purple, she mentioned. So, is that what uh, she said? 
Well, she said it was overdue, didn't she? So she did. She just said it was, she, is that what she well said? overdue is what I think she well said. Well overdue. I think she said oh. it. Um, oh, yeah. Well overdue. Herc her joke. <laughs> yeah. um, so, sorry about this, guys. Herc is, um, because we're all ignoring him, he just can't, <laughs> he can't quite believe what's going on. <laughs> and you said his name. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Herc, what's up, mate? Do you want to, um, do you want to go? Oh, don't lick it. Do you want to get out? Do you want to get out? He gets a little mic shy, Herc, doesn't he? He does get a little mic shy. Problem is, like I said, we're all here, we're all his pals, and he wants to play, and we're all ignoring him. Yeah, and he's already slubbered all over Andy's jumper. <laughs> and he's also wet. <laughs> what, what do you do work for work, Andy? I don't actually know the answer to this. Um, I'm a sales manager. A sales manager? Yeah. You're the sell, my, sell me this pen guy. I could be. I could, could be. Do. Yeah. Uh, so, no, selling software. Clearly nothing to do with podcasts, but yeah, selling software for event management. Boring. Don't. Event management software. I used to do event management software. I was on the support team for event management software. Riveting. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what was funny about that job? (laughs) Nothing. I'm useless with computers. (laughs) So, you know, and Andy's looking at me like, to be on the support team for event management software, you're supposed to be good with that sort of stuff. What was the name name of the software? I'm just interested. It was called Aventry. It's not called Aventry anymore. I know, that's a competitor. I was speaking to someone this morning. Oh, really? That, that, that used that. It's now called Stover. Stover? Yeah. Wow. Good luck to him. I was going to say. <laughs> we might have gained a whole new audience here. <laughs> Stover. In the event management. I, I mean, having having worked uh, in that office, there's not many of those uh, boys and girls doing jujitsu. I don't think. No. And I think sort of summed up, I went into the office on Monday and everyone was like, look, you know, with my nose. And I go, what happened to you? And I said, oh, it's jiu-jitsu. And you could see them all go, oh, yeah. Don't know what that is. No. Um, but How they accepted you explain it. jiu-jitsu? Because um, I really struggle with this. Trying to explain Brazilian to jiu-jitsu people. Wrestling. Submission wrestling. Yeah, I say. judo. It's like that. See, a lot of people know jiu-jitsu and then they think they know what it is. And then I go, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And they're like, what? I go, well, it's kind of grappling. I think that's the word that I tend to use that most people gravitate towards few people then go UFC and you go yeah that was close enough um, <laughs> got an ear to the and then, and then you always get the people that go Whoa. yeah we had it once so we were I think you were in the car we went to do people do that? we went to the um, the it's comp and it was by um, the University of was it East London one by Excel oh, yes. and we went to the car park and we said oh we're here for the jiu jitsu competition yes. and he goes we go that's the one, mate. And he opened the barrier and let us through. <laughs> and it was just, that was weird. That was weird for all of us. <laughs> no so idea. When people do that now, I say, oh, you train. It's <laughs> amazing. It is hard to describe to people that don't understand it. Yeah. Um, people in your workplace, I guess. Um, even well, your workplace. Like, do people know what it is? Nah. The best, reaction I, the best reaction I had, my first comp that I did, I had, it was filmed. And I went around to my mum and dad's and I showed my, put it on TV and showed my dad. And you can see me, I think the guy got a takedown and it's just aggressive. And my dad literally got out midway through and went, don't get it. I just walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and so we haven't really spoken about it since. He goes, you're still doing, doing that? Um, and so yeah, he, he just, he didn't, I don't, un- I don't get it and walked out of the room. That was what he did. I was like, cool, that's I fine. parents are always a bit like that. My dad never really got it yeah. when he was about, he said, are you doing your Mexican hula hooping or something? <laughs> just to be, hula-hooping. just to be totally derogatory of it all. <laughs> Whereas Craig Jones has run with that, with Mexican ground karate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, B yeah. team, which is brilliant. 
No, because I got Naomi into it. That's probably the one that um, taught my daughter. And that was the one we started to kind of have to explain it to other people. Because you're going, well, what does Naomi do now? It's going, look, it's kind of kids' version. Because they always think it's quite um, violent. Talking of that, um, do you know the GCSE thing that came out? Yes. I don't know if you're going to mention that. I've already told her she's going to do GCSE. Really? Yeah, I've said to her, like, you're, you do PE, you're doing jiu-jitsu as one of your, your sports. So for GCSE, anyone who doesn't know, the UK BJJA is the United Kingdom Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Association. You fights. nailed it, Jay. I was going to say, you looked at me, I'm like, I don't know. I'm pretty good. I mean, I am insured through them. They have to be. I have to know the name. <laughs> right. Um, they put out a post a few days ago. They've yeah. been working to get it in the curriculum. We're still not quite sure how it worked, whether a teacher would have to do it in the school or someone would be brought into the school, but I, I think, think they have to, have to go. The instructor in. So, yeah, I think the way it works, so my nephew does um, skiing, I think I put this on a, a group chat. So you have to be able to prove that you can, you can do the sport and you can show that you do it consistently and you can show improvement. So he has been skiing a couple of times with his family and I think he's then demonstrated through filming that he can do that and that then counts. So when I did PE at school, I just did football, hockey, swimming, I think, because yeah. I could do it as part of school. But no, so what you do is you go to a, a club, they would probably be affiliate, um, allowed to do the curriculum and do the testing and then feedback to school and go, it's all good. So what our club could be is a destination for kids to do it. That'd be a really good thing to do. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be great for more kids to do jiu-jitsu because it's one of those sports and obviously you've got a bit of an athletic background, but we train with a lot of people that don't really. No. Like you, you talk to them and they don't really have that sporting background necessarily. They kind of ended up doing jiu-jitsu yeah. by chance yeah. and that is their sport. Yeah. Um, and I think... So it gives, it legitimizes it, I think, a little bit for kids as well. So you, the parents that we've got at the, the, the kids' club now, I think are those that are quite forward thinking. But now, if you go to GCSE, it now, everyone knows what GCSE is, right? And everyone wants their kids to do it. And you're saying you can now do all these other sports. So you don't have to be limited to the main ones in the school. Which I really agree with. I, I always envy America and their schools, the, how they have American football, they have wrestling, they have so many things they can do, and they get opportunities off the back of that. And in our schools, when I was at school, it was indoor football. I don't like football. I don't you don't like football, do you? I don't like football at all. I'm not a football person. I, I couldn't. When Maradona. It's those long chins. It's like. Bat me on ice when he's playing football. shinning the ball. <laughs> Genuinely, when Maradona died and they were talking about it at the gym, I thought it was a singer that had passed away. Oh, you're thinking of Madonna. Madonna, Madonna yeah. <laughs> Marad- Madonna's just an extra you, syllable. Andy, will you sing us some Madonna? No. <laughs> There's not that many high notes. Thankfully. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not even doing Maradona either. No. I why did we bring Andy on if he's not going to sing? <laughs> That's what you wanted. You only recently found out about that. See, I did. And I've deliberately, I, I, I don't know if I've seemed a bit standoffish, but since I n- knew that we were going to ask you to be on the podcast, I'm like, I'm going to stop asking him about stuff. <laughs> because I wanted, to, I wanted to learn. I was like, I don't want to waste it. I don't want to waste like genuine reaction. The good like, thing about having Andy on, one, you fought Tom Hardy. And we made a reel of that. And that was probably it was our most popular on TikTok for a bit yeah because we tagged Tom Hardy in. a lot of people saying you're the best looking out of the two people on that video mate there you go hard to believe he looks <laughs> very hard to believe he looks very rough doesn't he he does um, but I think they said I thought he looked good to be fair I thought he looked like an older guy that looked in good shape really yeah oh well what he was though was he looked farm strong that, he did look farm strong didn't he he, did. he looked real dad strength strong that's what I mean yeah. He looked like he looked like the type of dad where you're like really guy, hairy. That guy's actually a bit of a hammer. I think he'd make a good Wolverine. Yeah. He looked quite but hairy. But Hugh Jackman's still Wolverine, isn't he? Yeah. You couldn't replace until until he dies, you can't replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. 
I think you can. They're just making the character older, which is weird because the whole premise of Wolverine is that he doesn't He's immortal. Get yeah, and I, I didn't really get the last one. Logan didn't really understand what was going on. <laughs> oh, it was so violent as well. I started watching it. I was like, I don't I know if I have the stomach for the it, violence for in that. It was great. Oh, yeah. It, it was very yeah, it was You're good. really lighting up now. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are white. There are some jujitsu <laughs> patches you can get that just say, I'm just here for the violence. <laughs> <laughs> get some of those. Well, why don't you have them already? Because oh, they're a bit too aggressive, aren't they? It's, it's how I feel, but I don't want to wear my emotions. See, I like a softer rash guard and things. I don't like stuff that's too aggressive. No, uh, you know, by your jitsu kit that's too aggressive. By your stature, you you look aggressive. I, you think so? One hundred percent. I think like I look like a very normal person, but just larger, <laughs> larger than normal. <laughs> well, that's that's the intimidation well, yeah. side. Yeah, and I'm a little person. It looks like me. You want Chris? Which is going back to when I subbed you, it was still the shock, most shocking thing I've ever done. Thanks for bringing it up again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I know I said you, I know you should. I know I said you should celebrate it, but you ain't got to keep banging <laughs> on about it. Do you remember how easy it was though, something? Do you remember when you told me? It was He's like, looking nervous now. <laughs> Starting to shuffle so, his so chair I, out of the I, way. I didn't tell any. I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell anyone. I told everyone. Uh, no, I know. And I think that's testament to kind of how I thought about it. I was like really proud. Yeah, but, I didn't but know. silently. I because think, I think it's really important that people do feel like they can celebrate their small victories in jiu-jitsu. And I say small victories, uh, you know, because obviously it's not a competition and stuff like that. And, you know, you might feel like if you're training day to day and you catch a submission, people are like, oh, what happens in training doesn't really matter. Of, of course it does, because it shows progress. Mm. It, that's exactly you know? it. It shows to catch you. Chris. Six months ago, you would never have caught me in a no. submission. And you'll never catch me again. <laughs> I mean, it's the last time. <laughs> but it shows how on point your technique has to be to get Chris. Yeah. And I think it was, it was something I've been working on. And, and now I've tried it with, with nearly everyone else with varying degrees of success. And I think just what we're saying, like that's going to become a focal point is how I want to now kind of centralize that and work things around it. Um, I was, I, I got told that they did um, a, a guillotine defense class. Yeah. yeah. The beacon's and, been lit now. Yeah. Now and, that you've tapped actually, a brown belt with that submission, everybody's telling it. I tried to get someone and they suddenly they defended it. I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. And uh, so I've, I've, I've actually been writing it down and I've got to now come up with yeah, other see, ways. Yeah, this is where you're going to get really good at it because now people know you're going to go for it. Yeah. So once you get to the stage where all of a sudden you're catching the white belts again, you're catching the blue belts again, you're catching Jay, then you're going to know that you've nailed it. You know it's a target. You, I've got, you, you, you know that I'm going. The problem is with my hair. My silky hair slips out of your guillotine. Man, your door is lighting up. Do you today. know what? It wasn't even my package, mate. It was next door's. <laughs> Excuse me. Jay's always so trying. neighbour coming to get it. Jay's always trying to talk about his package on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, brief interlude while uh, Jay gets his package. Say he'll be back, Kirk. Don't worry. Anyway, anyway, now he's gone. Cool. What do you really think of this podcast? No, <laughs> what do you really think of Jay? <laughs> this is the real question. Have you heard that his cauliflower's a fake? Shut up. No, true. How much for the cauliflowers? <laughs> <laughs> how, much do you, how much do you pay to get those cauliflowers? Uh, I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> What's going on? Sorry. I went to go give a package away. Perks kicking off. Everything's gone to chaos. We're talking about how suspicious it is that you're... You know, got the cauliflowers so early in your jujitsu journey. You tried the hardest. Yeah, I mean, you don't have any cauliflowers. No, I've had bruises on my end. I've been so scared. Jay's basically a warning. Yeah. Are you a top? Are you a top guy or a bottom guy? What would you say? Um, I probably bit of both. I think I end up on the bottom most. So I think I'm, I'm bottom. 
Is that I don't know I've got to think about it. Is that because you can't defend the takedowns? Basically. <laughs> okay. I've, I've got so you're an aspiring top guy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be a top guy if you could work on if, those if takedowns. If I could actually do it. <laughs> but I didn't keep pulling guard. Yeah, I would say you're more of a bottom guy. Yes, I think I'm, I'm sort of within sort of uh, knee shields and half guards and stuff. That's where I've kind of worked a lot. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people then have been playing sort of... Don't yeah. say too much. Tom Hardy's going to be listening uh, to this. Yeah, okay. I'm not giving my feet. A lot, <laughs> lot of people doing Z guards, and that's that's just what's opened up. And I think that's because a lot of people are really good at it, and they can play. Once they get they get them kind of on yeah. the bottom, they're very capable. And I've just been going for the mix. Jack really helped elevate our. Yes, and Z- I think a lot of it came from him. Z guard. I oh, know he says Z guard. It's all half guard. He does it? all the Craig Jones. It's, it's all half. He's guard. such a fan of Craig Jones. And who like, couldn't? Who, why wouldn't you be? He's great, isn't he? I've got one of his instructionals and it's pretty hilarious. He was on on Lex Friedman's podcast and he spoke about the sales of his podcast could be better because people don't know if they're actually real. (laughs) Oh, you mean instructionals, not podcasts? Uh, he was on Lex Freeman's podcast. podcast. Oh, he was on Lex talking Re- about. You can't mention another man's podcast on here. It's pretty good. Don't switch over. Ha- to have Lex. a listen. Don't switch over to Lex. <laughs> but he talks about because he jokes all the time. He gets messages thinking his instructionals are a joke and they're not real. Oh, Herc really? is uh, Herc is kicking. Off. I do. He does stuff sometimes, and I'm like, is he trying to have me over with this? <laughs> like he does those techniques, and you're like. I don't know if it, I don't know if this is a joke that I've now watched. So I, I haven't watched instructions with it, but I watched obviously some social media, and it all seems comedic. It all seems tongue in cheek of what he's doing, yeah. um, the things that he wears, and so I mean I think he's hilarious. He's brilliant. But I've never actually watched instructions to kind of know. And this is his point. He thinks people he, he thinks uh, people are asking him if they're really genuine instructions or he's made this up, <laughs> so they they don't search for it. So he thinks it's a detriment to his sales. <laughs> <laughs> Which is brilliant. Do you watch many instructional scientists? So um, I, I have stuff? I have a library of them. So I think we all got um, uh, BJJ fanatics. They, they did free stuff and cheap stuff. And I've watched very few of them. I, I actually struggle to go go through them. You watch something on guillotines, maybe? Um, mm. Do you know what? I, I've got the Danaher, um, the, the headlock. Is it oh. in the, the, oh. the system? Oh, see, this two, is what I didn't there's, know. There's two of them. But I haven't watched them. I actually find it quite <laughs> difficult quite difficult to to watch lots of jiu-jitsu content i find the stuff on instagram the little snippets i can do that but i've just tried okay. and danaher i think is great but he's actually quite his boring voice to oh my God. God. i find danaher so relaxing really so i tried to watch uh, i was um sharing charlie's and he's got one of danaher's because i'm too poor to buy those instructionals they're no, so expensive money. <laughs> so i was watching um charlie's and i used to watch it before I went to sleep, so relaxing. Really? Full right to sleep. Uh, so you, like a baby. I've never never got through. And the thing is, is I, I maybe it's just a short attention span, but you know someone goes, they show the technique and then they're trying to show the various bits after. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm good. And I move on. And I can't really watch, I mean, more than five or 10 minutes. It's just never been a way for me to consume yeah. co- consume content. I haven't really learned from them. I think I've got to change that. And I think one of the, even you told me this, is about one of the things if you could go back to tell your blue belt self would be to watch more, to consume more and actually write stuff down, which I've tried doing. I've tried writing stuff down over the years and uh, I don't know where any of it is. <laughs> right, so <laughs> I wrote it down. I have written stuff down. When I first started for two years, I wrote everything down. Yeah. Try and read it. Can't understand what I've written. But the class, the technique, or the whole how, class, how the roles, everything, everything. I tried to write down everything from that class. I can't understand what I've written. It makes no sense. I didn't know the name of the moves. I couldn't remember the name of the moves. And my writing shit. <laughs> 
can't read your own writing. It's all rubbish. It's all absolute rubbish. So, but I think everyone learns at different rates. Some people, I think, can watch video like Felix. He can probably watch something from very very early on. Great he, mind for jiu-jitsu. He understands yeah. human movement really well. Regardless of whether you're doing jiu-jitsu or coaching an Olympic lift, he understands movement so well. So he can watch an instructional. But I couldn't watch anything. Even a seminar, I didn't absorb anything until later on in mm. the Blue Belt life. And I was like, oh my God, I've actually bloody retained this. That's crazy. Or I can watch something online now and run with that a yeah. little bit better. Whereas before that wasn't the case. So I think it's a refinement. So some of the stuff that I've seen online is actually a refinement of stuff I already know. So it's not brand new stuff. And I think some of the seminars I've been on, we're now come circling around concepts. So even when we had Zay turn up, like there were some bits of it that I generally yeah. understood. Clearly he then took it to another level, but I was building on something rather than it being brand new. So I'm starting notes out, but it's now what, five years I've been doing it. So there should wow. be some groundwork and sort of foundation of knowledge there. Five years last month, wasn't it? Yep. Wow. And when you started the journey, Addy, other than giving that white belt to James Anderson, did you ever do that, by the way? Um, I did offer, and he, he, I, I did offer to give it back to him. You had a spare one. <laughs> <laughs> you should take it when you see him this week and be like, you left this in mine. You left this in mine. <laughs> Just throw it at him. <laughs> cool, isn't it? There's another one coming, mate. Don't do, don't do that, because that's the blue belt thing, isn't it? <laughs> really starting to panic about getting that purple. <laughs> do you worry about being a purple belt or not? Um... When I've thought about it, and I, if I... Because you're close now, aren't you? I've still got a bit to go. i still got a bit to go. So within... You've got gr- four stripes? Uh, no. How many stripes? Three. Oh. So so I benchmark against the other blue belts that I came up with. So Charlie, I think, is accelerated ahead. He's got four and he, he should get promoted soon. But there's a gulf of difference between us. I think the only thing is... I don't f- think you should benchmark yourself well, against someone else. Well, but we both started at the same time. So I think I'm saying about the, the progression of that journey. Um for the first time you start thinking about it and I think getting to blue is, the, is you know it's the first belt getting to the second just feels you know bigger the only thing I've rolled against purple belts and there's still a gulf in kind of distance and a lot of people have said and you can probably attest to this is that that's when you start to develop your game I don't think I've got one quite yet I still kind of flip between things and so if it's going to be the end of the year if, assuming that, that falls in that feels right that feels kind of the the right amount of time and I should be ready. But I'm, you know, uh, part of the process going, if I'm ready, cool. If, if I'm not, not grow into it. Are you then, pretty chilled about it then? Um, I think I was very anxious to get my blue. I'll probably be honest. And COVID came right at the wrong time. So I remember rolling February 2020, before, you know, before it all kicked off. I was talking to Brad, he was like, oh, you know, it's going to be in the summer, that summer grading. That all fell to shit. We were then going to go down to London in December. Yes. That got cancelled because everyone... <laughs> Got COVID. I might um, have been ground zero. <laughs> Patient, Patient zero. zero. Patient zero, yeah. yeah. Um, and so then it was the next summer. And so that kind of felt like a, it, it was time at that point. So I was quite conscious of that. And I think after going the ups and downs, now I'm just kind of quite chilled. I enjoy what I do. I really, really do. And I'm just looking at the picture you posted um, of the class yesterday. We've got so many. We've got variety browns, whites, blues, purples. We've got such a variety yeah. that it's, it's really good. And I think the biggest thing for our club is that I've got people that are better than me. And so I struggle and work with them. And I've got people who are not, you know, who are less experienced than me, which I can kind of work stuff. So I'm perfectly positioned in the middle. And so um, I haven't been to enough other clubs to really test myself. But I think I've done okay in comps last year. So yeah, I'm just kind of enjoying now, this it. this is something I is. want to uh, bring up. Your competition experience. Yes. Because I think that's a really interesting one as well. <laughs> Very similar to uh, Keenan Cornelius. Oh, really? Mm. He, I don't think he won anything. I until love Keenan Cornelius. Purple or brown belt? I think he lost everything until purple or brown belt. So you're better than Keenan Cornelius. I think you might be right about that. So I white belt was was tough. 
lost every I think every match. I think I I, I got subbed in every match bar one, um, and it was just terrible. And I built up so much in my head, you know, trying to do this. And I genuinely, I used to think just Brad and Ryan was watching, they're just disappointed. <laughs> You're going, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not unhappy. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you know, I was telling you to do this and you did the fucking thing. Is that because you don't, you don't listen to your corner? No, no, it, 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 it's, there's lots of things. So if you're looking back at the, the films, there was things that I did that got into silly positions and I kind of allowed things to happen. And I think that consolidation knowledge, I just couldn't, I couldn't perform. I couldn't actually do it as I needed. Got to blue belt, lost my first blue belt comp um, against a guy that I've now fought four times and he beat me the first time and I made a terrible error. But, you know, the whole, I was really bad at managing um, Energy. energies and like yeah, adrenaline, really, really bad at that. So, you know, midway through, two and a half minutes, just blowing, feeling absolutely terrible. And then I went to a comp and I think I got goaded into it. I'm going to probably say it was you. <laughs> I'm going to probably say it was you that taught me into it. And we went down and I, w- I went with low expectations. I'm like, oh, here we go. And I, I managed to win. And I say managed to win, I mean, clearly. And a few people at a point said, you've turned a corner and all that kind of stuff. And then ever since then, I felt more confident, as in I felt like I could compete. Before then, it, I didn't feel like it. So I think I, I, medaled in, I got a medal in every comp last year, gold, a couple of silvers and a bronze, you know, and there was still fights within that. Um, fought the same guy four times. <laughs> I've won three times. The poor bastards. And the best one is... He, you he, know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, he, he, or I always pulled guard. The last time we fought, he was crouching down and we got stopped by the ref. Like, come on, like, some of you's got to do something. And he just turned and goes, I thought you were going to pull guard. <laughs> I was like, I know, that's why I didn't. He is also the nicest He's, he's an absolutely lovely guy. Lovely I guy. I mean, he messaged me at Christmas. Doesn't wish me Merry Christmas on Christmas Day just because I know him through being Andy's So nemesis. this is someone I don't know? No. No. He's, he, you, look, you look probably down at him as well. Well, he's five for ten. You probably say he's five for six. You've really belittled him, Jay. It's not my fault that you're five. Shut <laughs> <laughs> down on everyone. Oh, I saw something this week actually. You can now get shoes that make you taller. <laughs> Have you noticed these? I bet you got a pair of these, haven't you? I think in Instagram noticed how short I was, and it tagged me. <laughs> 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 yeah, the ones with the big, big, thick. Oh, you know heels. exactly oh, what I'm talking about. Of course, yeah, they're, they're so, like hidden hills. How tall are you? Andy? Um, five foot six. Five foot seven. Because not everyone's five foot six. It's just like... I mean, your... randomly, I know it in centimetres, but 171 centimetres. Now... You're, you're the same height as Jay. Am I? Am I? No. No. <laughs> On a good day. No, I respectfully so, disagree. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you were rolling with Mark. Mark Austin, who's six foot eight. Yeah, that was... Um, it was like... Um, he six was, foot four he, in your translation. He, he was cradling so a, a, a small child. He got onto my back and someone said, you know, just... Wrap your legs around him, and he put him around, and I, I like disappeared. And um, he looked like a baby. Genuinely looked, looked, looked like ba- you know, baby Herman from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What <laughs> 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 a smoking and yeah. Yeah. with a cigar. We are stokey. Yeah, just classic oh, movie. It, it, it's so hard. He's, his limbs are so long. He just kind of puts his eye, and I can't. I mean, it's like the you know the classic when you're swinging like this. <laughs> I can't, I can't get near him. And it's just incredibly hard. So but most people are taller than me. And so you, I, I stick my leg out and they just run around the end of my leg. <laughs> Pass my guard. Ah, bollocks. I've done You've that done before. It. I've done You've that done before. It. I've been like, God, I'm going to get him. Oh, he's gone around it. Um, so I've yeah, so I'm, I'm five foot seven. Okay. I'm, I'm short. I'm, I'm always the shortest in the photograph. And I don't know if you've noticed, I refuse to now stand next to tall people oh. because it's just embarrassing. I've got a uh, shout out, Sanj. I've, there's a, oh, such a good brilliant. picture where he just happened to end up between me and Big Will. Have you seen that picture? No, but I, I can imagine <laughs> it, I'm sure. 
<laughs> I'm sure I've been somewhere similar to that. Was it last time? It, it was last Thursday during Nogi. And uh, yeah, he stood in between you and Will and he was tiny. And <laughs> how tall is Sanj in, in real terms? Not Chris's terms. I don't know. So if you, you, maybe five. Oh my God. <laughs> might be five foot six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> he just disappeared. See, I'm, I'm sitting here wanting to smile, but that'd probably be the same with me. I think I'm marginally taller. And I think only marginally taller. I mean, you guys are We've on We've gone on tippy toes. Tippy toes there. <laughs> Just to like really create a good image. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's just worrying. There's no one I can stand next to. I'm just, it, I, I do notice it nearly every photo. Go and pick a photo out. Am I in that one? No. Oh, this is my terrible attendance recently. Uh, <laughs> where have you been, Andy? There you go. Carl, yeah, Carl's bowing down. Yeah, Carl's bowing down. I mean, so, you know, I never put my arms on top of people's shoulders because I can't. I have to put them <laughs> under. See, I like to get the underhook. So, this is a thing I like to do when I'm <laughs> hugging people. I like to pummel for the underhook. And if they don't pummel back, I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> so if you ever get hugged by me, you'll notice it's a bit of a weird experience for people because I'm going to try yeah. and get the underhooks. Double underhooks. Talk and if that, you don't react, then we can't be friends. Talk, talk, about, that. The, 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 the one, talk about hugging. So the, um, my daughter did some, some jiu-jitsu and we taught her a couple of things and we taught her a rear naked choke. And she, she did it a few times. And we were like, going, whatever you do, don't, you can't use it on unsuspecting people. You can't do that. Because she was like, oh, I'm going to get something. I would say you definitely should. Um, and so I, I, <laughs> not I, I, not, not not I, I, I left the kitchen and my wife's standing there and my daughter, and they went to hug each other as I'm walking out. So I know they were going to hug. The next thing I hear is my wife go, don't you do that to me. <laughs> and so my daughter just wrapped her arm around, linked it. And, just done that. <laughs> and it's like, so, but then you conflicted. You go, sweet, that's, that's amazing technique. But you haven't but, got your hooks in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, don't do that. You haven't got your hooks in. Yeah, but she looks like I'm not going to take that. <laughs> um, so yeah, she, um, she just did that. I was like, you've got to be very careful because there was one once a moment so James um, his daughter and Naomi are friends and so we James and I were teaching them or James was teaching and it was just two of them and he taught them um, he taught a triangle went through the steps um, and then he said like okay you kind of got it now we'll let you spar and he turned to me and went ah, they're never going to get it they're, they're never going to know the steps we then had it and so my, my daughter's in guard and she basically got the arm but pulled it across and you just saw James like oh my god and we're like, go on, go on. And she's wrapped it all up. And then I was in this conflict. She's got her friends in a triangle, putting the head down. I'm screaming, go on, go on. <laughs> and James is kind of wanting to prove that he's a good teacher, but also trying to protect his daughter, going, go on, be careful, go on. <laughs> and, and she got a tap and I was elated. I was like, oh my God, it's the best thing I've ever seen because she just had picked it up. And we're like, and then she gave up jiu-jitsu. Oh, so it was such yeah. a... Well, she, she got to the age where now it's a bit uncool. And I think it's just that stage when... How, how old is name? She's 12. Oh, so yeah. she started secondary school. And there's a lot of other things going on. Um, I would like to think that we've sown the seeds which will come back at some point. Yeah. But you can't push. It's the only sport I've refused to say I'll push her in because I feel that if you pushed, she got hurt and all that kind of stuff, it would just put her off completely. Yeah. Um, but she went through a few things. She went up against, she fought a couple of boys and was quite um, taken. She's cried, but she kind of got it out. Like, you good? She's like, yeah, smiled and went in and just sort of, you know, smashed a few of them. So yeah, she did well, but it's just... I bet that's a thing. super proud moment. Oh, it was, it was amazing. And you're just there and she, she had the game. Her and I have got a picture. She's standing next to me in the game. It was like, oh, this is amazing. I hope it will come back. But it's not for in, now. On her terms. Yeah, and it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Um, so, yeah. Does Sienna still train or not? She's decided to go back today. Oh, so I, so she started a year ago. No. Uh, no um, oh, November 2, 21, maybe? November 21? 
And I thought she was going to quit because she then said, I'll need to have a break in December. And she wasn't really trying in the classes. She kind of really wound back. Yeah. And she was just kind of laying on her back, not really doing anything. So when she said she's going to quit, I didn't give her any resistance. Um, she said, I just want to have a break. And in my mind, that's, oh, you've just quit. That's fine. So I didn't push her into it. The other day, she goes, I'm going to come back. But that's the eureka moment you need. And that's yeah. how it should be. And so for yours, you, you'll, you'll buy McGee, you'll do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if they turn around and say, no, you, you're kind of left with a conflict. Like, I want to push. I, I really want to do it, but I don't want to put them off. And, you know, I started late in life. You've obviously started later in life. Um, there's plenty of time. There is plenty of time to do it. But I would love it to be, you know, a teenager and have that discipline, that kind of awareness. And how cool would it be? You know, just going to a company, your daughter's fighting. Yeah, it's no, amazing. Now, we've all got daughters here. You've got yeah, a son And as well. I would like Phoebe to do jujitsu, but I just don't know when is the right time to introduce it. How old is she? So she's seven. Have you floated the idea to her? I sort of told her that we could all go to jiu-jitsu when Oscar is a little older because mm. he's five. Yeah, maybe a couple so more. So maybe mm. a little too young um, because the thing is he's five, but he's also big. Yeah. So I don't know as he would pick it up at the moment and he's kind of big to be grappling with other five-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd like them to do it. And there'll be a lot of jiu-jitsu dads that have really like switched on now where they're yeah. like, yeah, I want my daughter to do jiu-jitsu. Now, personally, I think as a, you know, for daughters, girls, it's really important. I think so. It's, it's a great skill to have It's girls. really important. Yeah. There are so many awesome videos online of girls beating guys up in jiu-jitsu. Yeah, There's yeah. a great one where a bodybuilder goes into a gym and the coach makes it, uh, makes him fight the girl. Have you seen this? Yes, she's a purple belt. She's a purple belt. Yeah. And she gets his back and chokes him unconscious. <laughs> and those girls that train jiu-jitsu are wicked because yeah. to have the confidence in your jiu-jitsu, because when a, when a big bodybuilder type comes in, even me, I think, oh God, this could be a bit rough. Now, you know, I get those slight yeah. nerves. It's harder. It's definitely Like, harder. is my jiu-jitsu going to fire or, you know, is, is the strength going to be an issue? But, you know, you see those... Um, you see those videos of those women and it's like their coach puts them in yeah, and they're, they're all over them. Exactly. And we want our daughters to be like that because let's face it, when they go out into work or uni or wherever, it's even school, the high school, I want Sienna to be able to defend. If someone grabs her and she's not aware of it, I don't want her to freak out. Most yeah. people are unaware. Let's face it. Most people that don't train any kind of combat sports are very ignorant to their ability and how they react to a situation. That old classic, yeah, but you know, when I see red, <laughs> well, I, it's over. <laughs> Like you have no idea, mate. You're an ignorant fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> when they're used to that all the time. This was a conversation you've had in real life, right? Is it? Is I, it, can, it is I, can, I can tell by the way you're telling the story that you, you, you're you thinking of a specific yeah. person. I can name you at least don't name five them. people. Don't name them. So this guy. <laughs> no. So yeah, when someone gets grabbed, if they're used to being grabbed all the time yeah. under such like, when it's so aggressive, our kids won't react the same way as most people. They won't freak out. They'll be able to react normally, stay calm, and it will just activate because it's in their memory. Now, that's why you should do something like this or wrestling or boxing or Muay Thai or kickboxing because they spar and they roll. Mm. If you're doing a martial art that doesn't train, active live sparring you're never going to apply it in reality ever i think that's very true which I is think. a lot of the female defense classes that you see it's these created um situations that probably won't ever happen and it, they don't have any skill to no. do it i you also when i saw with naomi and you obviously get it if your daughter goes that it's, it puts them under a degree of pressure like that you can't ever instigate and you would never instigate as a parent 
right? She had, a, a boy was kind of like, you know, she was stuck in his guard or he was on top of her and stuff like that. And she's panicking. It's like, you've got to work through it. She came out of that and you could see the relief and she'd learned something. And that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do it. Because I think also just for mindset, um, approach to all the things they're doing, I think it's brilliant. And so yeah. I'd highly recommend it. And so just to the point, uh, Naomi came to me. She had the Eureka moment. She goes, during lockdown, we were in the garden, got had the mats. Do you remember we took the mats home? She goes, can I do it? I was like, yeah. Bought her a gig. We did some stuff. But she came to me. I didn't actually push her to and do it. Come back and now I've now. got to lead, wait for her. how old was she? Um, so it was 2020. So three is like seven, seven going on eight. Yeah. So she was about yeah. a little older than Phoebe. But she, she did have a friend. That was the thing. So James's daughter, um, Sophie, they, they were good friends. And, and that's what it was. And they liked sparring with each other. So that's the only advice I'd say. If you can get you know, one of your daughter's friends could actually go as well, then they spar with each other. That just gives them impetus to do it. Yeah. I think that's a hard sell, hard sell for parents that don't understand jiu-jitsu. They're like, I really think it'd be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to just demonstrate physically, Chris. Watch what I can do to you. Yeah. I'm going to do this to you. Yeah, People you, in that's your Bring your dad over here. Come yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me know, show you. Your dad, you know. I've been to, I've been to uh, birthday parties before and they're like, <laughs> size everyone kids, up. P- pick the strongest dad in this room and they pick the biggest and I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, get like I th- a double leg. 20 times, <laughs> 20 times out of 20 I'm beating that guy. <laughs> so we've all been dads, so we're currently dads at You were a dad at Joel. Now how many times do you look around the playground and look at the other dads and think, yeah, I could have all of you really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my mentality works the same as yours. So I'm, I think that until you walk down in the playground. <laughs> <laughs> There's my challenge. Jaden considers yeah, himself that all, all apex one. predator of traffic. <laughs> yeah, I, I really did the score run, so no, I didn't, I didn't oh, do that. Well, there, but in the summer, when you turn up in your, you know, your, your vest. Very your, little. Yeah, very, very little. And all the women are, oh, hi, Jay. I actually had a comment about that. Uh, how I, little I, I, you don't, I don't want to go into that actually that's a bit much I was a little embarrassed <laughs> yeah because I had a real string of vest my nipples were probably out to be honest but it was a heat wave I notice you don't wear that vest very often it's winter <laughs> yeah but do you still wear it despite that comment oh yeah you enjoyed yeah. the comment I mean come, come the summer is come it back the summer again? I don't want my nipples out but if it's 40 degrees again I don't care as much <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they can be out it's fine temperature driven Temperature driven. So I mean, I th- 35 and above. Maybe 30. Nipples at. Maybe 30 oh, and above. Yeah, 30 is <laughs> quite warm, isn't it, in this country? And that playground, it's sunken. It's a heat trap. And, you know, you need to protect that sort of crown that you won for being best looking dad on the uh, school run, right? Yes. <laughs> Was it a crown? I didn't get it. <laughs> Never received it. <laughs> it was just a few comments. That counts. More than, more than one really? comment. Yeah. Was it you that I told said. me it? No. Sorry, that minute told me it. You told me quite proudly. You pretend that you can't remember. I can't remember which <laughs> mum that told you me. You told me quite proudly. <laughs> I PT a couple of the school mums. And I know so much gossip in that school playground. <laughs> There's so much that goes on there. That's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't talk about that kind of thing now because I don't know who listens. And I don't know anymore. And you'll, 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 you'll be familiar with this. I don't know what I said publicly on this podcast or privately. Oh, this is a nightmare. It's bad, isn't it? Because people look at me like I'm, you know, got something wrong with me. When I start explaining something, I'm like, yeah, listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed though, that um, I'm, the comments from the podcast is starting to success, mainly around your height. Yeah, my height. Yeah. I mean, a few people have gone, he's only five foot six. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> actually gone round. And then I, I got one. So you called me out on one of them because I didn't turn up to lunchtime, <laughs> yeah. lunchtime training. 
happen. I turn up the next one and Gary's there. He goes, oh, he gets called out once he turns up the next time. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, a few, few of those things have it's come It's incredible, isn't it? It's weird how people pick up on these things. You forget, you say, it's a passing comment, isn't it? You forget these things. People bring them up. You're like, fuck, that's mad. I mean, five foot six isn't a passing thing. It's just more it, bullying now. I mean, it's the consistency with which he's used it. I mean, it's that, we all actually, you know, I told Jay, five or six, <laughs> before we actually think about it. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll work up or down from there. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why your own height would weird you out, Jay. It doesn't. It's your um, bullying that weirds me out. <laughs> in, my, in my own home. I don't feel like it's bullying. It's okay to be five, six. Is it? Yeah, if I've got it, no issue. Yeah, if you're five, six is all right, isn't it? <laughs> I've got no issue with it. <laughs> when you're not five, six, it's a little bit like, well, come on, I earn those four inches. <laughs> I mean, my parents are tiny. I mean, my parents aren't even five six. <laughs> they are less than. So you did well then. I did very well, mate. My mum's five foot one. My dad was five foot four and a half. Talking of height, I, am, I stood next to my daughter yesterday. Took back to back, and you know the proportions of his body. So she's got massively long legs because their hips are nearly the same height. That's ridiculous. Nearly the same height as mine. But my shoulders there, so I've got a longer torso. And the first thing was just went long shins. And all I could think of it was you. Like <laughs> she's got long shins, just like you. But she's got, so hips are almost the same Amazing. as mine. This is going to get awkward now because Andy's got a question for you. <laughs> Why does his daughter have your long shins? <laughs> where, where were you in 2010? <laughs> I'll serve it, it's fine. Why does his daughter have cauliflowers and long shins? <laughs> Hey, you bought him. Yeah, yeah, I bought that. Yeah, what is that? I, I missed this whole conversation. How do you buy cauliflower ears? Because what? more people need them at the club <laughs> to look more legit. You are the only one that I know that's got cauliflower ears like that. I mean, I've now kind of, I look at other people's ears. They're just incredible. But you strike, strike the fear of God in me because I was there going, what have happened to him? Can it happen to me? Are and you genuinely worried about getting cauliflower? I am. With the size of my ears, I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be a good look. Um, I don't think I ever look mean enough. I just look weird. I don't think so. Well, let's hope it doesn't happen. I don't know, with that bruise on your nose. How have you got away with it? Top pressure, I think. I was always good at, I was always good at takedowns. So I haven't spent that much time getting crushed in the bottom. Yeah. I think that's, that's I'm trying to crush you in the bottom. I keep crushing your nose. (laughs) (laughs) I crush your nose. My nose was so, so, I genuinely thought you were going to tell me your nose was bruised because of, uh, getting mother's milked by Jay. No. Thankfully not. Um, just needing the face. <laughs> He's not messing about. Straight in, boss. <laughs> Moving on. I am trying to mother's milk more people. Yourself, obviously, I'm trying. <laughs> Pretty hard it's to, horrible, mother, to mother's milk you. It's, it's just got, so I, um, I think you mentioned it before, said so that Taylor Pierman came down. Yeah. And, he talking, and, and it was probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever been in my life. Did and, he do it to you? Yeah, so he was talking about doing... Um, uh, being in mount and then you go and if someone's stupid enough to allow you to get in the mount you might make them suffer he then proceeded to do that to me and I was knackered and I I, I just went I'm done and he was like no 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 keep going he's like dude sorry I'm not very good at jiu-jitsu can you just please <laughs> can you please get off me um, and he was just awful this has uh, turned from jiu-jitsu sparring to assault yeah and I'm just going <laughs> I don't want to be here um, it was one of the most humbling experiences in my life and it was, it was amazing because he was going to compete I think it was a week or two later so he's proper kind of comp mentality and he sparred with everyone and he just destroyed me he wrecked everybody oh my god it was it was incredible what did he say to you afterwards after that which is probably the best thing uh, was that the one about if you're in my club i would never leave yeah yeah so, yeah, so he said <laughs> if you've been in my club i would never have stopped i wouldn't have, wouldn't have let you tap and i was like is you serious yeah and I, I think i went thank you intimidating guy uh he was it was I mean, quite funny he was a bit i've salty. not met him i i, I missed the day he said some salty things which are hilarious so you rub with gary and all he said to gary is you need to cut your nails they're too long you scratched my neck 
<laughs> and then that was it. You've scratched my neck again. <laughs> I'm going to break your neck. <laughs> I mean, he, but he, he had a really good takedown though. And uh, the reason I remember it, because he goes, I've got a takedown for people that don't like doing takedowns. And it was really, really good. And I've used that. You know, you just dropped to the knee. The ankle pick. And, and, yeah, and pick, pick the ankle. Um, but yeah, he absolutely destroyed me. So that, and um, I once fought with Sarah um, and she took a piece of my soul <laughs> with her. <laughs> oh, the comments she's giving you are the best. Uh, the comments she's given you are amazing. Oh, don't she? She told me to stop doing things. She said, "Don't do, you know, don't do that. That's really, really bad." And then just mauled me. And at the end, kind of went, "Well, that wasn't particularly good, was it?" Or something <laughs> like that. And because what it, it was, just, I think it was a white belt at the time. And I just came away, and everyone's going, "How was that role?" And I, I looked shell shocked, like it's like PTSD. And she just took a piece of my soul with her. PTSD, um, PTSD, and I, I've caught a couple of I just because of my work schedule, I don't tend to catch many of Sarah's sessions. Yeah. But the ones I've caught, she's a really good instructor. Amazing. Yeah, phenomenal. I'm really no, I, so just to clarity, it was cool. I'm glad it happened. But yeah, it was a, it was tough. Yeah, she's a tough role. And even when she demonstrates, she did the uh, bullfighter pass on me. Legs shoved to the side, her full weight and her shoulder into my torso. <laughs> and I must have gone. <laughs> and all she said was, Jay's all right, you can take it. <laughs> I mean, she slammed the shack's face into the mat. What's so good about that? After we talked about that, someone showed me the picture, James. and you could see James Anderson's face, <laughs> yeah. where he knows exactly what is about to happen. So James, and he's the only one that smiles. Yes. So James is a super nice individual, isn't he? Yeah. He's so polite, so friendly. He cannot wait. It's so hard to edit, Jay. It's, it's gonna stay in there. Do you know what's a lot easier if you don't say stuff? Yeah, I can't help it. I can't help that at all. Right. Andy's looking at his phone. I'm starting to think we might be running out of time. So Quite possibly. I think we've probably got to wrap it up. Because you've probably got a lunch on a Saturday. This has been you? a really uh, nice, delicate experience for us. It's nice to ease us into our first um, guest. threesome, you know, with a, such an amenable partner such as yourself. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. No, thank you very much. Um, I've just, yeah, it's been good. Thank you for coming on. No, Andy. thank you very thank much. Thanks, man. No. You'll always be our first. I w will. I will, and I hope you get better from here on out. Felix is not going to like We get better. <laughs> 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 the, guests, the guests get better. No, no, I, but you know, you, you, you're doing well. I get the opportunity today. It's been fun. I think uh, a lot of people are enjoying the podcast. So keep doing the good work, guys. Thank you very much. So where can they find us, Chris? They can find us on Instagram. Better than average pod. Correct. I was going to say Twitter, not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they can find us on the TikTok. Better than average pod. Also correct. Facebook. Better than average pod. Very good. And Where, which one has got the better than average pod? None of them. Oh, okay. None of them. Um, Jay didn't take any of my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so last thing, guys, if uh, you've been enjoying the podcast, give us a share. Give us a five star review. I'm getting the sense five star reviews is the way forward. It That's how you get yeah. your podcast out there. That is it. We just... So if you have a second, give us five stars. Or else. <laughs> or else Jay's coming after you. And Andy. Sorry. <laughs> First rule of podcast and don't get distracted. Sorry about that. But we are on. We are on Apple, we're on Spotify, and we're on Google. And you can find all those links through Anchor. Just search Better Than Average Podcast. Let's wrap it up so uh, Andy can get after it. Yes. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Over and out. No, just out.